Hey, Pastor Paul, Pastor Bennett, how's it going? Going good, Tony. How are you? I'm doing well. I wish that we were in the same room. Yes. Bennett, are you there? Hello. <laughs> it's so good to see your faces. Yeah. What? Well, how do you see my face? On a screen. Oh. Oh, is this the audio from this going out? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, we're looking at each other on Zoom. On the Zoom. On the interwebs. That's right. Yeah. So uh, uh, during this quarantine time, um, it's unfortunate, but many of our interactions have been reduced to screen time. Mm -hmm. If you have not yet discovered Zoom, uh, uh, I would recommend it. It's a great way to connect. Any thoughts on that, guys? Agreed. Yes, works well. <laughs> I, would also, I would also recommend that app Marco Polo. I think you might have mentioned that already once, Tony. But yeah. if you have a phone, Download the Marco Polo app on your smartphone, and if you have my number or any 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 contact you have, you can you can start uh, doing video chats with, and it's really neat. So do it that. Is. Download Marco it's, Polo and send me one. It's easy. It's simple, um, and yeah, it's quick too. So you don't. Although it can interrupt your day quite a bit, but these days are days where we maybe welcome the interruption a little bit more than right. other days. Yeah. How do we guard ourselves against the tendency to be drawn too much into technology and online presence during these days, guys? Practical way is just setting an hour or two of each day as maybe a more designated, I'm going to check my phone, check my email. I'm just going to dedicate this time. Otherwise, every time you get a message or a ding or a notification, which can happen every few minutes of the day, it kind of, uh, it really distracts your, your mind from any priorities that need to be taking place. So yeah. one, one very easy way is just set aside some time each day. That's when I'm going to really spend time on, on online. That's a good suggestion, Bennett. Yeah, I, I, well, I would also just say, even if you do have your phone with you for most of the day, try to be mindful of how much time online is spent just with you solo, doing things solo. Yeah. And how much of it is actually being used, you know, the, uh, the, the online platform is being used as a medium to communicate with others through Marco Polo or Zoom or even, you know, texting. I mean, if you're spending a lot of time online, but the majority of that time is actual human interaction, then I think that's a good thing, probably. Yeah, good, good clarification there. One, another simple uh, Thing to perhaps be doing is designate a room in your house as a technology room or a screen room. And if you're not in this room, you can't, you shouldn't be on your device. Hmm. Um, and that, that protects us against uh, a multitude of uh, tendencies that we might have. So even if it's not an hour or if it is an hour, it's in this room, or if it's not an hour, at least you're in one, a very physical, visible room and um, and yeah, and ask yourselves the questions that that's good, Bennett. Uh, am I interacting with others or am I just wasting my day? <laughs> yeah. What else is going on? What are you guys doing? Are you, uh, are you going to any uh, sports games? You going out, going to the movies, going to, going, going to dinner with people out to eat? With our family every night. We go out uh, to dinner in our dining room. Love that. We go, we go on walks. Yes. You're doing lots of walking. One strand of <clears throat> normalcy is the are the walks. You can continue mm -hmm. to walk, go outside. We're actually encouraged. Yeah. Our authorities have encouraged that. Yeah. 
Any any cool walks that you've discovered? Interstate Park is beautiful at any trail you pick. And right now it's free. It's free. For anybody. There's a trail across from Lions Park that's so beautiful. Um, do you know where Lions Park is? It's like on the riverside just, of, was that 87? Is that right? Yep. Yep. Just north of the city, St. Croix. Okay. Yes. And then if you just jump across 87, almost directly across the street, it's just a little bit north of there, is um, this little turnoff. And if you pull in there, it's kind of muddy, but so bring your mud boots and um, follow the trail. It's, I don't remember what it's called off the hand, but it's like the, it's like the ferry trail or something that's really beautiful. Of course, all of that assumes that one is willing and and brave enough to travel north of eight yeah i don't i i don't know i think north of eight has infected all of us <laughs> it started here yeah it's <laughs> the virus it started yeah here. so what are we looking forward to with this with this whole thing what's the what are we doing how can we poise our hearts at this time yeah well uh i i i've, I've been thinking about the the bigger picture and the grand Christian hope that unifies us as we cling to Christ. We're, uh, we're not living our best life yet. We're waiting for a glorious future. Yes. And, um, and we, of course, Christians should always be mindful of that, living their lives in light of that. So if we need to focus on that, I think, more than ever now with kind of a scary time, yeah. an uncertain time. Bring us to the Word. Yeah, so Revelation 21 is one of my favorite places to go to be reminded of that hope we have. And so uh, John writes this, Revelation 21, verses 1 to 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. I love Amen. that passage. I don't know if yeah. you could hear some background chaos going on in my house, but there's a little bit. That's happening. all right. Okay. Anyway. No more crying or pain, Bennett. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's that's what we look forward to as Christians, the day the Lord returns. And mm. so we long for that day. That's beautiful stuff. Really, this has been the characteristic of the of the church of Jesus Christ from the start. It's been the, a characteristic of mm -hmm. God's people from the start, a longing yeah. for something that is to come. Uh, <clears throat> in the Old Testament, there was a longing, an ever welling up desire and need for a savior. And uh, when he came, he introduced the time when we now long for all the more the day of the Lord, that when um, heaven will come to earth, actually. I love that that these uncertain times bring us uh, to those places of hope in God's word and remind us that this is not what it's all about. Yeah, and it's a certain hope. So it's yeah. not just a, a nice idea that Christianity developed 
but it's a promise of God. It's and, and He is trustworthy and true. And so, if He says, "I'm I'm returning and I'm making all things new," um, it's going to happen. It's a sure. Amen, hope. Paul. Amen. And it's I love that you said it's not something that Christianity made up or that that developed. I think is what you said. This is this is a sure thing from the start. It's not even something that God has been making up as He goes. It is as certain as our the next breath you take. That's what God had planned and has planned. And even in this moment, again, we rest in the sovereignty of our Creator. This is not outside of His plan. If our hope were in this world, we would be lost. We would we would essentially be hopeless. Mm-hmm. Because look at how quickly things are taken away from us. If the life that is best lived is for here and now, then we are to be pitied, let's say, to use Paul's language. Mm-hmm. Um, it all points to, and and creation itself points to the longing for something more. There's a longing. Mm-hmm. Birth pains are happening, if you will. Does that mean um, that we should pack our bags? No. No. Do you, you guys want to meet uh, north of eight somewhere and just stand outside on a big bluff waiting for God to return, for Jesus to return? Maybe if we, uh, you know, shout loud enough. If we would just get our act together, Jesus would return. Is that how it works? That's right. He's just waiting for us. This, of course, is a popular theology even today, that he uh, can't return until we accomplish something. Uh, But that, of course, removes the control from God and puts it in our hands. Is that how it works? No. And that is why theology matters, doesn't it? Because uh, we need to be able to sniff stuff like that out and recognize uh, its uh, error mm-hmm. and be corrected by God's word. Amen. We, uh, Amen. we have as much of a role in the first creation as we would in the second creation. Hey, that's we are, a good we're statement. recipients. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, it, God is not biting his nails, hoping that we would do certain things. He is in charge. He is the God, the only God. And anybody who seeks to pull that away from him, for the, it, it, even in the, the keys of the church or anything like that, um, doesn't understand what it means to be God, which is to be in charge, in control, full control. And so that's a place of rest for the Christian, isn't it? Amen. Hmm. Oh, Lord, come quickly. Well, any last words you want to uh, tell people before we uh, zoom out? How about uh, stay with us, don't disengage in the very same way that we want to live our lives with this hope for a glorious future. I think our present circumstances can be a picture of that as our new life family with us continues to long for the future day when we can actually go and hang out together at the new life building. Yes. Like let's, let's keep wanting that and anticipating that Mm -hmm. and uh, waiting for that and stay engaged the best way we can along the way. Yes. Yes. I think also reach out to our missionaries too. We're not maybe being reminded as much anymore because we're not meeting Sunday morning to pray or mention their names as much. Um, But but they are facing similar things and some a bit more extreme than, than we are right now. So be reaching out to them also. That's right. Yeah. They're, they're isolated, isolated. They're separated. So yeah, reach out. And the funny thing is, is though they're isolated, they're yet as close as you and I are from you and I 
um, because we're all separated. So we can reach out and we should. Thanks for that reminder. Well, with that, maybe we should uh, we should set sail here. In the meantime, God bless you guys. We love you. Can't wait to be with you. We'll talk to you later.